Welcome back to the Fangirl Forum. I'm your host, Meredith Loftus, AKA your friendly neighborhood fangirl. They don't have friends, they have family. The Fast and the Furious sped onto movie screens in 2001, and somehow this franchise has been in theaters ever since, living more than a quarter mile at a time. And the fan base has been ride or die. With F9 drifting into theater soon, I want to look back on this 20-year saga and also look forward to where we're racing to. Of course, I'm not alone. Joining me back on the Fangirl Forum, please welcome my friend, E.T. Online's <laughs> Filiana Ng. Welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. That was amazing. I was, I was impressed by the first pun, and it just was like a treat every time. I tried to fit in as many Fast and Furious related like car, yeah, cars, mm -hmm. drift, all of that like oh, jam-packed into one. And in fact, when I finally edit this episode, I'm going to keep track of how many times we say family in this episode. Okay. okay. Because, you know, yeah, it's all about family. It's it's all about family. It's it's all about family. Before we dive into this, a few things. One, spoilers, 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 spoilers on a 20 year long saga at this point, saga, wow, at this point. And you know, we'll be spoiling potentially anything from the first Fast and the Furious, which is basically Point Break with Cars, to Hobbs and Shaw, which came out in 2019 in the before times of a pandemic. So, Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. I'm so sorry, but not sorry either. Spoilers. <laughs> have to get have to get that out of the way. And secondly, fun fact, for this podcast, this is my first time watching any Fast and Furious movie. And I'm talking like I have known about these movies, <laughs> but I have not watched a single movie apart from Hobbs and Shaw when it came out in theaters and I had no context to this entire franchise but just went to see it because I had AMC A-list and I'm like I've got a free movie let's go check it out can I ask you a question sure so because you had never seen the fast franchise before you went in to see Hobbs and Shaw I'm just curious going back in time a little bit, what about Hobbs and Shaw made you want to just like go see it? Was it just like The Rock? It was just like a fun movie or, cause you didn't have any knowledge of what had happened. Maybe you had heard about like, oh, this character, that character, whatever. Yeah, I just- I'm just curious. Of course. For me, I think it was like, I remember seeing the trailer. I liked The Rock. He was great in Jumanji. Like he was kind of like hitting his stride as far as action comedy and i mean it looked like it was a buddy cop kind of movie with jason statham clearly they are lie on like opposite ends of like the law and then you've got a villain like idris elba in it like they're going up against him it seemed like big dumb action that <laughs> but they're all like kind of charming and mm -hmm. i you know i had thought like man maybe maybe not see it but amc a-list i was like you know what these trailers have been entertaining enough i think idris elba had just done his hot ones interview and he was great in that talking about being in shape or if he had one chance to like punch the rock like where would he punch <laughs> and i was like i guess maybe he didn't get enough punches in i need to see so that that caused me to go see it did you feel like a little bit of fomo like not understanding the world necessarily or like the context as to why hobbs and shaw like even came together in the first place because obviously those characters didn't get along yeah and so Sorry, I'm no, just curious before we like really get into yeah, this. I'm just wondering like when you saw that one movie back then. Yeah, I mean, I definitely felt a little bit of FOMO as far as like, you know, I don't know the context of this. Like, I don't know why this movie came about in the first place. Like, I remember, you know, rumors about like Vin Diesel and The Rock had like this huge feud or whatever, making the eighth movie and this was like, the Rock being like, okay, I want to keep 
playing this character, but maybe not necessarily like with Vin Diesel. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna do this spinoff thing, mm-hmm. and like I like Vin Diesel fine, but like I didn't really understand like this just seemed kind of petty. So go make your own movie, fine, I guess. So and then of course like a lot of people saying afterwards or around this movie. But what about Han? Like, like mm-hmm. this seems like so off. Like, why isn't there? Why does nobody care about Han's character? Which I'm sitting there like, well, who's Han? Like, oh, what right. does that mm-hmm. matter right. to this? As far as, but then it was also nice not having that context because I could just sit and watch a movie and be like, mm-hmm. well, this is an action movie. Yeah, this is what they're giving me. Do I like it on its own? Anyways, and I did. Like I haven't seen it since, but I, I had a good time. I ate a yeah. lot of popcorn, so Oh, it was a it was an amazing movie. Yeah. So good. Sorry, that was I was just curious because I obviously have started I got in early with the fast franchise. Yeah. Kind of back in the whenever it first kinda of came out. So I'm always fascinated when someone is heard of the franchise obviously it's kind of in the like pop culture conversation it's always kind of it's like the mcu like where it's just kind of always orbiting Mm -hmm. the world sort of but like you know some people just decide not to jump into that world for some reason or another so i'm always just kind of curious about that yeah so but i want to hear more like how did you get into the fast and furious franchise like did you see the first one in theaters did you see it like did you rent them or like see it on tv or something like when were you introduced to this world that's such a good question because i was trying to remember when i first saw the the first movie which was out in 2001 Mm -hmm. we talked before and I don't think I saw it in the theaters, but I probably rented it or saw it on TV somewhere. I don't know why I did. It's one of those things where it's like, I guess I was just itching for like a new movie to watch. And I mean, like Paul Walker was very good looking and it just seemed like a really fun action summer Mm-hmm. like movie and that was kind of it that's kind of all I remember I do not remember how I even came into that world it must have just been something that people were talking about a lot during that time mm-hmm. I was also very young I was like a teenager so so I don't I don't really know some way shape or form yeah. you have you've gotten into it and have You've been ride or die with this team for I quite some ride or time. Die. <laughs> I have been. I will say it wasn't always that way, though. I had dropped off for a couple years because, you know, the second movie wasn't the best. Mm-hmm. Too Fast, Too Furious, I think it was called. Yes, um, it was. It was not the best movie because it didn't have the all of the original cast members. And I wanted... I, they must have talked about this too in interviews kind of in you know years later about how they probably didn't even anticipate this becoming its own universe and this successful when they started so when they left or when you know like Vin Diesel didn't kind of return for the second movie it must have been I don't know I it, it's just kind of interesting, like, looking back in hindsight of, like, what they were thinking and, and what they didn't plan for, what they thought this franchise was going to be. And so I didn't always love the franchise or, or was ne- was never this kind of invested. It wasn't until kind of Fast Five where it kind of reinvigorated my kind of love and appreciation for what these movies represent. Mm-hmm. So... It took a while, but yeah, no, it's kind of always just like been in my life since it came into, you know, our, in, in, since it came into our existence, like 20, 20 years ago. Oh my God, I feel so old. Yeah, which, <laughs> yeah. but it so. is, it, this year, it marks mm-hmm. the 20th year anniversary of the franchise, of the saga, like starting with the Fast and the Furious and it's kind of crazy to think about because this is a franchise that's been around for so long there are nine movies out there total and it is not based on any Mm pre-existing property so like yep why do you think it's lasted this long well we were talking before but i think that it really 
just kind of leaned into the action aspect of the story. The stories were very simple. Mm -hmm. The characters, it was all, I mean, at the end of the day, it was all about relationships with the characters. And yeah, the, you know, they, they might be very kind of, there might not be a lot of depth to them or not a lot of like complexity to the story, but it's all things that we can kind of relate to where it is all about family issues. You know, either blood family or kind of not. There's always, we all can kind of understand that push-pull, the life or death stakes, like what you would do for you know, your brother or something. Yeah. I mean, they talk about, right? It's all about, like, brotherhood and, like, we need to, like, look out for... I don't know. It's absolutely ridiculous. And they're really good at embracing the absurdity of the kind of circumstances that they find themselves in. Yeah. And they're not afraid to really kind of lean into it. And I think that that's what makes... That's, like, the mark of a really good, successful action franchise, right? is not being afraid to kind of just lean into the aspects that made your movie so successful in the first place and why people kind of keep coming back. And also the dialogue. I mean, let's be real. Some of the dialogue is ridiculous. There are some memorable one-liners and I, again, years later, still don't know if it's because they're delivered well or they're just absolutely i'm just dumbfounded that this even made it to the final pass of the script like (laughs) no i think it is i think it it totally has to do with like them taking it so seriously like i think i remember Uh watching this like video essay about like the fast franchise and you know vin diesel is acting his heart out as if he's in like an oscar movie like he's gonna win the oscar for this performance yes and and he will make sure you know it (laughs) Or, yeah, you won't forget his performance. Like he treats it like it. He's performing Shakespeare, and that is that is so true. Mm-hmm. And like, You're and I, correct. Why I love the Marvel movies is like how they work. Is the it's the most ridiculous circumstances, aliens, wizards, evil tech corporation, like mm-hmm. what have you. There are some crazy circumstances and demigods and whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. And they take every bit of what's happening as serious. It's not necessarily a joke. And like in these movies, I see the same thing. No, it doesn't make sense that they're pushing like a torpedo towards a tank on the ice. Oh, of course not. With the submarine like Wait, you mean you don't do this, you know, every day in your life? You don't think about this? Like this thought doesn't cross your mind to like do this? For, to resolve an issue like I mean I pre-COVID yes absolutely that was totally my life you know? obviously your first thought is what would Dominic Toretto do is like <laughs> that's how I operate when I'm driving like you're like what, what would, would Dom do right what now what would he do right now exactly also how does he get his car to like go off on the back two wheels when he's about to race or something like <sighs> I don't know questions I have that I probably like logistical questions yeah just like how did you like what's the gravitational pull like how much is the NOS really like affecting because they're always like pull out like that's true let the NOS go and then hit a button and then just start speeding off I'm like how how did that don't worry about it it's it's movies movie magic I'm sure if you like talk to an expert, there's probably some scientific mathematical way where it's sure. like if, <laughs> if you can get into like the real like nuts and bolts of like how I'm sure maybe it is real, maybe it is totally plausible. Who knows? Sure. I mean, but that's the joy of these movies is that like they're so ridiculous, but you, they just look cool. Yes. And I think that's the whole point of them is they're just cool and they just make you feel good. I think that there's like an art to that. Like it's really difficult to do that. For an action film especially. Yeah, like to get so. someone to care about an action movie in that way and to not just be cool cuz like mm-hmm. especially in the first ones like the racing is pretty cool like yeah. The most unbelievable thing to happen though, I will say in the fourth movie, they did a race in Koreatown and I'm like there's no way this would ever happen as really? somebody who has driven through right. K-Town, tried to find parking in K-Town. There would be way too many wrecks in that <laughs> like, place. There would be too many cars around. Like, how do you... 
That was the most unbelievable thing I've seen in this entire franchise. Was that one sequence really bothered you? Was it that the, did. Was that the sequence that where you're just like, I'm out, I'm, I'm done, like this movie is well, I wasn't, not realistic? Well, I wasn't done because I was four right, and I'm like, I gotta keep going, but like this is pretty unbelievable right now. I love that that is the most unbelievable part about the Fast franchise for you, because, I mean, there, don't they get me do wrong. some insane things that you're just like, this is not possible, like, in any version of reality. Like, there's just no way. No way. No, no way. Jumping through three buildings in Furious 7. Yes. Or... Which was like, it looked awesome, though. Looked great. But obviously, you would probably, like, maybe just die or something or get real injured like they were high up they were high up they would be dead i don't i could see that I, I, like they have to it's like if you uh, you know i know vulture did a article where they talked to like an expert for one of the movies because it was like the never-ending runway yes because like the action sequence was like 10 minutes long or something and they were going at a really high rate of speed mm -hmm. in the on the plane with the fighting and all, like all that stuff people know probably know like the sequence i'm talking about but like <laughs> they talked to like I don't it was like a mathematician or a phys oh I don't even know and they were legitimately were like there were so many equations they're mm -hmm. just like this would be like a hundred miles long or something and there's no oh my god because you know obviously the sequence just never ended and you're yeah. like when where is this going and this plane is would just they would just be like in the ocean yeah <laughs> and they were I don't know it's just stuff like that. I love the Korea town. <laughs> <laughs> Forget it. Like it was all of that is just like mere child's play. It's if you're gonna do a race in K Town, that's where I'm going If you're I'm gonna wrong. do a real like street race, drag race, whatever in Korea Town, oh I'm out, I'm done. I'm like, done. You're not, not closing off those streets. Like they said, it was like they kept it like in traffic. I'm like, well, there's oh, they absolutely <laughs> no way they would do that. I, It'd be really hard to do. Like, they would have to do it in the middle of the night or, yeah. you know, yeah, super early in the morning. Or somebody, or have people block, block off. off intersections for you for like a couple minutes. Yeah. And you have to time it like perfectly and that's really difficult. Which I appreciated yeah. in Fate of the Furious. Mm -hmm. They had a street race in Cuba, in Havana, and they had people like Letty was one of them on bikes where they'd block off certain yeah. roads very mm -hmm. quickly, and then they would unblock them mm -hmm. as they race through. I'm like, that's more realistic. That's more realistic. That's more realistic because it's like, that is more of a system that you could see. They planned it out. Yeah. They, yes, yes, totally. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you that for, you know, Koreatown. <laughs> No go for you. No go um, for me, but I do think, um, I think it's interesting that you uh, brought up Fast Five because mm -hmm. as people talk about the Fast franchise, I think it's pretty clear that Fast Five was the game changer that kind of like brought people back in. And I think this is why, now hear me out. Fast Five is like an Avengers movie plus a heist movie. Okay. And your sure. villain is The Rock. Yeah, okay. You mm -hmm. have all of these people from various movies who are now brought into this team. Mm -hmm. They are working together to steal this money out of a prison in Rio. A massive safe. A massive safe. And they treat it instead of, it's not like they're stealing DVD players like in the first movie. They are working together Tej becomes more of like a tech genius mm -hmm. you find yeah. out like Mia's pregnant with Brian's kid and that's when this idea of like I think found family really comes yep. into play like Dom cares about his family Mia and now Brian but that whole crew is his is his family mm -hmm. and I think that took it over the edge. And then each movie, family kind of expands just a little bit more. Somebody who was a villain in the previous movie finds their way into the fold or they're like working together. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah. And it's a good, enjoyable movie. And like, I it's think- a really good movie. Like yeah. if that was my first introduction, if that was my first Fast movie, I'd be like, oh yeah, these have been popular for years. That makes sense to me. But like, 
seeing where it started to that midway point, that was like a big tonal shift. Yes. And I think it's great. I think you're absolutely correct. This is why I think of the Fast franchise as the action version of the Marvel Universe a little mm-hmm. bit. It's a little bit more absurd and, you know, you have to, like, suspend your disbelief a little bit more than maybe, the, you know, with the superhero movies. But, like, for exactly what you just said, like, all those reasons, I think... Yeah, Fast Five was the movie that really, like I had mentioned before, just brought me back into this world again where I kind of really wanted to invest my time and like I wanted to care about them more. I wanted to under I wanted to know where they were going. I want mm-hmm. I actually cared cuz you know, the first movie was great and then, you know, my interest level just kind of like waned a little bit. Yeah. And then five was the one I remember seeing it at the Cinerama Dome actually, Aww. which is like the best place to see a movie like that. And it was an experience because I believe it. It, it like these are the types of movies that you want to see on the big screen. Like mm-hmm. you don't want to see it on a TV. You want to see it taking up the entire screen mm-hmm. and just like having that experience, that common experience with other people. And you're absolutely correct in that Fast Five really was a game changer for the franchise and I think they really haven't lost any momentum since then and mm-hmm. I do feel like you're right in that a lot of people would probably say I mean I would say Fast Five is one of my favorites from the franchise just for that reason because it made me kind of just care more and I just never knew that I needed the rock in this world like I just didn't know until I saw it and I was yeah. like oh my god he's perfect why did, <laughs> why didn't I think about this before and I'm sorry, but speaking of like it, <laughs> ridiculous sequences, the Koreatown is the one for you. The one that I remember from this movie was when they were trying to pull the safe out of the the bank or prison or wherever they were. It was at a police station. Police station. And they couldn't figure out how to like get it out successfully. So naturally their only solution was we're just gonna like they drove some big Hummer-esque type yeah. big, like armored vehicle or whatever. And then we're like, we're just going to drag the big ass and somehow so there's massive like- save down the street. And I'm like, no one's no one's around and also how are you it's really it's going to be really heavy how is this how are you not like making an indent in the street but that was i remember i still remember the visual and being like this is absolutely ludicrous and luda and and uh you know how and why but I love it but that's why you love these movies yeah is that they just don't care they don't like they they don't care about the reality of the situation like this is not realistic we know but we're gonna do it anyway because whatever they switched out a safe (laughs) during that thing too because because the rock had got hmm that's right one because they and then they switched it out so that they oh, got right. the one with the money, which yep. is like, ha- like they showed the flashback of how like they oceans did it. Too. Yes, yep. Which mm. I'm a fan of a good heist movie, so that's Who what. Isn't, honestly, like yeah. if it's done well, like it's so easy exactly. to be yeah. caught up in it. Like I love the ocean movies. Ant Man's a great heist movie, honestly. Like I, I like that a lot. So when they did that in Fast <laughs> Five, I'm like, yeah, I'm in. Let's go. Yeah. And then at the but the, it was also like an Avengers movie because you got a mid credit scene where mm-hmm. you found out Ava Mendez was still around from Too Fast Too Furious mm-hmm. working with The Rock and lets you know that Letty is alive, which in the previous movie you were you saw her funeral, you know? Yes, it was we like we were led to what? believe that she was dead and I remember thinking a lot of people were not happy about that mm-hmm. right that that character was kind of gone from the but I'm sure there were probably like off-screen situation issues or whatever I, I'm sure. not quite sure what happened there but like but yeah I do remember that scene and being like oh now I have to watch the next movie because yeah. she's obviously gonna play into the plot for six yeah and of course sure enough 
that turned out. So they, it's very Marvel in that sense. Yeah. Where they were, they clearly already had mapped out a little bit of a blueprint and they were using kind of that similar playbook. Um, Which I will give them credit. Like Fast Five came out in 2011. Avengers so came out before, in 2012. So they yeah. did their team that movie a year before yeah, the yeah. Marvel characters. So, so I mean, they they're doing something right because yeah, it's crazy to think that it's like twenty. The fact that you keep saying twenty years, I'm like, it hadn't registered in my brain that it had been twenty years and two or two decades, which is insane to me. Mm-hmm. But it just feels like the franchise isn't slowing down at all. Like it yeah. feels like they're still. There's, like, some, like, what's the word I'm trying to use? Like, spark or, like, there's still some, like, life to and energy to these characters, which is, like, really fascinating to me because that's really hard to maintain over even the course of, like, one or two movies. Like, to make people care about these characters Mm -hmm. for 20 years is, like, nuts. It's nuts. It's insane. Like so they did a good job. Yeah. They have done a great job. And even though like I wanna say for me personally, seven and eight are kind of like some of my least or not like least favorite, oh, but of really? the newer ones, I found myself a little bit bored of them only because Okay. By the time Fast Five comes out, all of the previous movies had been like an hour forty five. Mm-hmm. Now they're hitting like over two hours long and <laughs> I remember watching Furious 7 being like, this is an important movie because this is Paul Walker's last Mm -hmm. movie that we're going to see him in, you know, yeah, Fast and Furious 6, like, this was the last one. He was fully in it the whole time. Mm -hmm. And 7, I felt like, you know, adding a, like, Shaw comes in, which I like Jason Statham. I think he's a great antagonist character in Mm -hmm. this franchise like I thought he was great but I thought adding Kurt Russell in there as Mr. Nobody just seemed a little extra but then I have been invested in that long so in the final scene when Brian and Dom part ways and the song starts playing see you again and the montage is going I straight up started crying oh I was crying dang it you got me I was crying yeah well, I, like, went into, for speaking specifically more to Seven, I knew, like, we all knew that movie was going to be very important. Yeah. And pretty, like, different from the others and a little bit more reflective and, like, there were going to be a lot of, a little bit more change, like, there's a lot more change happening with yeah. some of the characters just based off the situation and, like, kind of where things were. And so, yeah, like, when, you know, like, I think the character of Brian decided to just, kind of kind of leave that life and mm-hmm. you know yeah he no. was pregnant with baby number two yes. at that point yeah um, and he kind of was like I need to not like do this anymore yeah and so yeah I don't think any I mean if you weren't crying in that car driving scene where you saw the cars like, like split it off uh. and, just, and it was beautiful too and the song is really beautiful and like yeah. I mean if you were crying or at least tearing up like I don't know something's wrong with you because yeah <laughs> I don't cry a lot at movies but I was crying in the theater when I saw that because I you know wasn't really I we kind of you kind of knew like some big scene was gonna happen yeah. like, like where they couldn't do it without yeah. it you know because Paul Walker's been around from the beginning like yeah. how do you how do you write out the character and there's a lot of talk about like do you it does a character die mm-hmm. or like and it's like I don't think you kill that character off and there's no reason to and yeah. and so like there's a lot of the speculation surrounding it I do remember that and that being a whole thing so when that happened it was like oh this was this was the best way just a very quiet you know, yeah. we're partying, but, like, we're not done. But it's, like, you're kind of... There's, like, some finality to it because yeah. you know the real world, like, what happened. But mm-hmm. in that in the in the world of the movies, it's, like, at least there's still, like... You know, he's still around. He's, he's still, still around. there. Like they mentioned, I think, so. in, in 8, eight. Mm-hmm. you know, like, they we do can't mention. call Brian, which is why... And 
but F9, like Mia comes back, yes. which it would be, it would feel a little off if she wasn't in nine because it's about Dom's little brother. It's like, well, oh, it's the family. You got to have the family. You got to have the full family in there. Brian's at home taking care of the kids, but like Mia's brothers are feuding right now and, and she's she got to enter back into she it. She needs so. to at least be around for just to be like not a mediator, but like, yeah, she needs to play a part in. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Kind of figuring out what the hell is going on. Yeah. Like, I'm glad that, yes, so. even though, like, it is sad that Brian is done. Like, yeah. his character is retired. That, like, they haven't fully retired his character either. Mm-hmm. Because when she was part of the... When she helped break Dom out of the prison bus at the end of 4 going into 5... <laughs> She was doing her own stuff. She could hold her own, so mm-hmm. I'm glad. She's still in the universe. She's still in the game, you know? Yeah, um, there's no reason to, like, have her be out of it, so, yeah. Yeah. We're talking about all these different movies. Like, what have been, like, your favorites of the franchise? Okay, so I think the first one and the fifth one are probably my favorites just because the first one really introduced me to the world and Mm -hmm. it was a very simple that one was like a simple story right where point break with cars yeah and i don't know there's like some that i i think there's always like a little bit more of like looking back with hindsight like there's some value to just a simple kind of unlikely duo kind of coming together to fight against like an like an evil or something whatever there's like some there's that it's like i like simple stories like that and it really kind of kick-started this world Mm -hmm. so without that first movie it's like this world would not exist Mm -hmm. and obviously five because like i said i keep mentioning five but like i just remember that movie being like so crucial and like my love for this franchise like yeah. it's yeah because before I was a very casual fan and like after five came out I really loved it was like on another level of just appreciation yeah and like yeah so and I think those are mine but I mean obviously I see I don't mind seven and eight though I mean mm-hmm. I I understand what you're saying about like well, you also marathoned it, so that could have also been it. So, yeah. like, maybe... <laughs> I was hitting, like, the end of You were like, I'm done. It. I'm so done. I've been watching 10 hours of this. <laughs> True. I, I finished watching 8 yesterday, so it was very much like a, okay, it's a finishing lot. this. I am finally going to be done. I just want to get to the end, which, don't get me wrong, like, 8 was fine. I Again, I think 7 and 8... Mm-hmm. They're just adding too many characters in at once, whereas I think four, five, and six kind of added the right number of like, we're adding this new person in, and the next mm-hmm. movie, they're kind of part of the crew, and we're adding like one other one other person. It wasn't like four. Yes. Yeah. Having Charlize come in for eight, as well as like Helen Mirren, but Helen Mirren didn't do as much, which I kind of wanted more of her, and I... Based on the trailer, it looks like she's got a. I think she has more in nine. Which so I'm looking I'm ex- forward to that. I'm ex- well, it's. I didn't mind the cam- the numerous cameos, as much because I think that, that's what this franchise has become. Is yes, it's gonna be known for. Oh, I didn't know I needed Helen Mirren in the Fast franchise. Like what? Mm-hmm. Like you would never think of her. No. As playing like a freaking badass who can drive a car real fast and is sort of like snarky and a little bit of like has a little bit of an edge and isn't afraid like I just didn't know I needed that and so I think that's why I'm kind of like I don't really mind the cameos because I think it adds to the level of fun and craziness Mm -hmm. and chaos yeah the whole I mean it's just chaos so it's Precious organized chaos. chaos. It's organized chaos, yeah, right. Because they have to, like, just bring it all in at some point. But, yeah. like, it works, you know? It works, yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I think Fast Five is probably my favorite. <laughs> I do enjoy Fast and Furious 6 quite a bit, too. And, honestly, I really enjoyed Tokyo Drift. I was pretty annoyed that, like, 
nobody <laughs> from the previous two movies were in it, and I'm like, well, this doesn't make sense. Plus, the the guy in Tokyo Drift, the he was not a teenager, okay? <laughs> he was like 25 years You're old, and he buying. looked <laughs> he looked 30 in it, you know. And okay. then when they did the follow-up scene of, I want, what is his name? Like, I feel bad for not knowing it off the top of my head. Apologies to this man. What is Sean. His? Sean, Something yes. Like yeah. Okay, I literally wrote, I, I took lots of copious notes as I watched yeah, this because I, I had to keep up. I needed to like figure out like what the heck is going on. So I literally wrote, this Bama boy is too old to be in high this school. This Bama boy. Which he was 24. When he filmed it or the actor? When he filmed it. That's funny. And he looked it, and then they showed the scene of him. They did the scene in Furious 7 Mm -hmm. when Dom was in Tokyo. Yeah. And he talks with him. Yep. And he's clearly looking like he's 30 in that scene, you know? And I do remember that scene. But I say all of that, I enjoyed Tokyo Drift a lot more than I thought, mainly because of Han, and I also like mm-hmm. the element of teaching somebody to do something to beat the the antagonist, like having mm-hmm. a good training montage of learning how to drift Yeah, was great, and I thought it was a lot of fun, but I was did not know that Han died in that movie, so I'm like, wait, so why, why does everybody care about Han? He just died here Mm -hmm. and then of course we get I kept going I'm like oh he's in a lot more he has a bigger presence than you imagine if you had just watched like three so it's like a delayed response to that character I guess like I guess if you watched like Tokyo Drift when it came out like Mm -hmm. you know the impact of that character specifically outside of like the main core characters like Dom and Brian and other characters in the that are the obvious characters like Han probably is like up there in terms of like cultural impact like people yeah. talk about Han so much even before we knew he was coming back in nine yeah really just yeah so yeah that's funny yeah and so that's why like when I watched Hobbs and Shaw on its own I didn't know that there was such a, well, why does Deckard Shaw get a pass? He killed Han kind of thing. And I mean, I also finally watched the eighth one where, you know, he he's at the family dinner at the end. You're like, this guy killed Han, but because he saved Dom's infant, he got an invite to the table, which it's about found family. family. I get it. Mm-hmm. like. And without Brian, which I did, I did love that he renamed his kid Brian. I was mm-hmm. like, that's... It's a nice touch. It's a nice touch. But it did feel weird now knowing, like, but Deckard killed Han. Why is he here? Mm-hmm. That he got to be a part of this spinoff of Hobbs and Shaw. And, and also in F8, there was a lot of, I think, setup that was happening. Mm-hmm. The Rock and Jason Statham going back and forth in prison. Yeah. Incredibly contentious relationships. So that's why when Hobbs and Shaw came out, it was very much like, how the hell do these two characters find themselves in a situation or circumstance where they're okay even being in the same room together or like working together? So that was what was fascinating about that movie was that it was slightly different from the Fast and Furious movies. Yeah. In that you knew these characters did not get along. They didn't really, there was no reason for them to do anything together. Yeah. Why would they team up? I think that's why they've some, they somehow found a way to make it work, so. Yeah, and I think a lot of it had to do with their charisma, I guess. Yeah. And by the time they show up to, you know, Samoa, <laughs> Yeah. And Sorry, I'm laughing because I'm just remembering, like, oh, yeah, right. That happened. The Rocks family is massive. <laughs> and that was, 
it's just funny. I don't know. It's it's it for like, a franchise about family. Yeah. Like they did pack a lot of family oh. in there, but not necessarily for each other, but more like this Deckard sister exactly. and mom. But then like very the rock family. Very yeah, which is fine. It still worked. It was an enjoyable movie. Do we want more Hobson Shaw? Like, do you think there should be a sequel to this? Like, do we even think The Rock will show back up in a in a main Fast and Furious movie again? Oh, in a main in the main franchise? Yeah. I don't think so in terms of him showing up in ten or eleven. Okay. I know he's on in nine. Yeah. Right. So I don't think so, right? Like what what do you think about that part of it? I mean, I would kind of want him to show up at least for the last one, you know? Like an ending one scene. Yeah. Brief thing. If the family is still around. If the family is still together. One last barbecue, mm -hmm. Sunday dinner. <laughs> the Rock shows up with his daughter. Right, like, okay. That, like, I yeah, think that'd be nice. That'd, um, be, that'd be a nice bonus. I, uh, I'm also, you know, of the mindset of just, you know, I'm not anticipating anything like that happening, but yeah. like if it does happen and they're really good at surprise, like keeping su certain surprises under wraps, yeah. that totally, I mean, it's completely plausible. Like he's been in a ton of the fast movies and then he had his own spinoff. Like, of yeah. course, like, yeah. So like that would be nice, but I personally want more Hobbs and Shaw because I find them hilarious and mm -hmm. like weirdly entertaining together and so I wouldn't mind more of them together more Hobbs and Shaw and I don't know if you think the same way but I don't know I just find I find the Hobbs and Shaw of it all more and sometimes more interesting just because they're very antagonistic towards mm -hmm. each other and they didn't kind of get on easily I mean not that like Brian and Don got off like easily the first couple movies but like you know they it was like a pretty seamless yeah partnership here it's like it was not seamless at all so mm -hmm. seeing conflict and like how they kind of deal with the tension and navigate that is always fascinating from like a story perspective I feel like there there always is more to like mine there and I'm I don't know, they're just like, they're just interesting together. Like, The Rock and Jason Statham and Vanessa Kirby, like, why not, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm down for more of that. So, I will never say no to more of the expansion of, like, the Fast universe, honestly. Yeah. No, I, I'm actually of the same mindset of you. I think that there should be a sequel, and I think that would give of all of the criticism that I just said about seven and eight, having like spinoffs and having more of Hobbs and Shaw, it would mm -hmm. give the main storyline some like breathing room. So it's not trying Fair. to like, aren't these other characters to like- Service. Service. There are a lot of characters. There are a lot of characters in the, in the main thread of the story, I guess, if you want to consider Hobbs and Shaw kind of its own little like offshoot thing yeah there are a lot of characters and a lot to like kind of deal with and like tie up there so you are right in that sense but also like you i do like the fact that this is a different type of buddy cop movie because they mm -hmm. are so antagonistic towards each other even at the end of it i think they got to a place of respect but it's like it's very clear that they're not yeah there's they're not like Friends. They're like, they're not no. BFFs. Like, they are not going to, you know, sit and have a, a movie night or yeah. like drink a beer. Like, ah, they're not those people. And I find that interesting. Yeah. It's interesting. It's just like, why? I don't know. It's so different. It's it kind of different. And I'm okay with having more of different because, like, there's so yeah. many buddy cop movies out there. You kind of know how it goes, but like, there is no need for... You don't need to see the same. Exactly. 
you want some it's kind of like the MCU so we kind of yes. we kind of go back to that but like they're obviously in their they're kind of going through the what phase four or their yeah. next phase of their storytelling this is kind of what Hobbs and Shaw kind of represents to me is they're in a little bit of a phase two, phase three, or whatever you want to call it, of mm -hmm. this fast universe. Yeah. Where they're starting to expand a little bit and get more into, like, more particular in their story and not yeah. as broad and mainstream with kind of, or stereotypical or, or whatever it is that you want to say. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. That's all making sense. Because it's so easy to say the MCU because, like, they've kind of mastered the art of it after so long with so many different characters and directors and storylines coming in. They are kind of the model, and it's easy to say that. Whereas Fast and Furious, we know it's going to wrap up by, like, what, Fast 11? I think 11 is kind of where they kind of were saying, right? Yeah. They're, they're, like, the, these are the 10 and 11 might be the last movies of the, yeah. like, of the flagship yeah of the main kind of main kind of movie franchise but who knows if it'll continue yeah past when those movies come out which in my mind i'm thinking 9 10 and 11 are like phase three it's like the yeah. final chapter whereas like talked about that where they kind of think of it as like three three or at least four five and six and then seven eight nine no that's wrong or like, Ignore me. <laughs> no, no, no. So, no, no, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. So, like, you have one, two, three, four, and five. Five ending phase one being like their Avengers. Movie. Right. Then you've got six, seven, eight, and then Hobbs and Shaw being their phase two. And then mm -hmm. phase three of this current yes. storyline of the Infinity Saga of this fast franchise. I was just doing it in threes because I was like, trilogies. I yeah. Yeah, no, you're, yes, your breakdown is more accurate because Fast Five was kind of the start of the next phase. Yeah. Sort of, of this. Yeah. You're right. Okay. Yeah, with potentially F or whatever they decide to call the 11th movie, you know, <laughs> I just want to go ahead and call it F11 or it could be called like Furious 11 or I, I'm Do sure. Do you think it'll be, I feel like I need to be more creative with like puns with numbers and like Fast Furious yeah fast furious what i'm sure they're gonna do something funky with the number 11 because it kind of represents to me it, it's like a visual of like a road yeah so like what is like a how do you play off of that i don't know but they're yeah. also repetitive with their names yes so there's like there's what too fast too furious there's the the fast and the furious, the furious. and then they have the fast, fast and, and furious, furious. and yeah. then they have Fast Five. Furious uh, Seven. Six was kind of boring. It was just like Fast and Furious Six, I think, yeah. right? And, and not the, even the the in front of it. Or, it was just, they're just like, we're, we're going to skip the the. We'll just yeah. get right into, you know, fast. Yeah. <laughs> we they want to I, You know what? I do remember, speaking of, we're going off on tangents here, it's, but like, I, I remember like when if, if eight came out and mm -hmm. we thought i thought that it was like oh they're just like going to use the number eight for like the official title i think they yeah. did for like some marketing stuff yeah. right with like f8 mm -hmm. but like the movie actual movie title wasn't called they didn't use the number eight i was so disappointed with the lack of corniness in yeah. like the movie title like it was called Fate of the Furious or something, right? Yeah, it's called Fate, which but F it was eight. Fate. Was perfect. Yeah. But they just were like, no, we're writing it out because yeah. we're not that cheap. I'm like, no, you're pretty cheesy. Like, can you just we we know what you are yeah. at this point. Like, there's no going back from this. Yeah. So I just remember being really disappointed with the lack of just keeping the numbers exactly in the i don't know there's just like something fun about that and fun and stupid but that leans into what we love about yeah this whole thing yep that's true so uh, f9 mm -hmm. ended with the tagline that justice is coming yes han is back han is alive when it was announced that justin lynn was coming back to the franchise i think people were like there's a chance. There's a chance. There's an actual chance. And then I think at one point, like, he wore a t-shirt 
on Ooh. set saying justice for Han. So he did. Then, so then that got more people thinking, wait, is this going to happen? And then the trailer finally came out, and, and then it ended with the tagline of Han showing up and, and then saying justice is coming, which is... I mean, I had no context of what right, was going so on. Right, so you didn't understand the like true severity of what that means in terms of the whole kind of world of But this. Twitter was having a field day that day. It was like... That character has become so beloved. So many... Like, I just... Yeah, people talk about that character a lot. Mm-hmm. Even when he was dead. In the, like, lore of the kind of Fast and the Furious world. So... Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited that he's back. Also, Sung Kang is like amazing. So yeah, more for more screen time for him. Like, yes, of course, yes. Always gonna welcome more characters that kind of deserve just better. Yeah, <laughs> frankly, and just more. We just like there's no harm in just more of him. Like there really isn't. So would we want to see Han get his own spinoff movie? Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I did I just like break you? I, like, I, I've been like, I was like looking up the note. Uh, yeah, a little bit. My brain broke a little bit for a second. <laughs> it was one of those like cannot. It was one of those wheel of death situations where I was just like <laughs> it was loading, buffering, it was buffering because I was like, what are you talking about? Because that hadn't really crossed my mind. Mm-hmm. I know I'm sure there had been fans just like talking about that. Yeah. As, like, oh, I would love that or something. But I haven't thought about it. But yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, we'll see what like Fast Not. We'll see what F9. Mm-hmm. You know what comes of his character there. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. Why? Why not? Clearly, they're not afraid to kind of play with the timeline anyway with some of the movie placements and like yeah. where it kind of falls in the sequence of events. So. Honestly, yeah, totally down for a Han movie. Why not? There's nothing to lose there. There's such a fan reaction to him and like just love the of name. Him. Just the name of saying Han is gets people it's like, like it's like what? <laughs> it's yeah. like Han. To me, that just makes sense. Like if they're gonna do another like spinoff movie, which I know we talked pre-show that there is a female that's developing one right yeah which great like i'm totally for having like more of the females take center stage Mm -hmm. in a movie we just got han back potentially why not give him a movie a spin-off stuff because like Clearly, he didn't just go to Tokyo and settle. Like he was doing other stuff. Clearly, there's like a whole. There's things that I. I, This is this is why I'm like so excited for F9. Is there's clearly things that we don't know about that are gonna be incredibly crucial to that character and to the overall like grand scheme of the plot of the movie and probably for ten and eleven. And so that excites me. Is like, yeah, what the heck happened? And, like, what? How did he survive that car wreck and the explosion? Because clearly we see yep. in Tokyo Drift, they we make it a him. point, like, he is still in the car when the car mm-hmm. blows up. At the end of 6, we see it's that... It's very clear that he has died. That he has died, so, like... Yeah. I mean, I currently have no theories for how he survived it. I, I don't either. I'm really bad with theorizing mm-hmm. and speculation. And I'm sure there are other people online who have, like, essays. Oh, I'm sure. 15 pages of just, here's, like, 17 theories. I've thought about this for 10 years. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, because it's been so long. It has. And so you, you have time to think. <laughs> When you have time to think, sometimes your your imagination runs wild, which is not a bad thing. No. But um, I mean, I'm, this past year, like, we got the trailer. We are all in quarantine. I'm yes. sure somebody spent a lot of that time of... Literally breaking down, yeah, every aspect of... Yeah, I don't know. So we'll, we'll see. Like, I'm just... I'm so excited to just see how he fits into the world again because... Yeah. It has been a little... It has been a long time. It has been. To see him just kind of... Hey, guys. Hanging out and, you know, being his old self. It's a little surreal. It's a little weird. Yeah, like, I went back and rewatched the trailer mm-hmm. today. And to see him, like, walk in with his snacks, like you know, I'm like... Yep. 
it's like no it's, time has passed, but so much has happened. So much has happened. Yup. <laughs> it's gonna be good. I like F9. I know it's. It, it like I was talking to a couple like coworkers and friends about it. I know we have a lot of other movies coming out this summer, and hopefully things are obviously things seem to be slowly opening back up, and people are going back to theaters again, mm -hmm. which is very exciting, and that's awesome. But like. To me, F9 is like the movie for me for this summer. Mm -hmm. Any other movie is just going to be like a bonus, but F9 is just like, it's like you just know when you go into the theater, you're probably going to have a good time. Yeah. You don't have to like any of the story or like don't understand what's going on or understand like or seen all the mo previous movies, but like you just know you're going to get a good, it's going to be a good time. And yeah. you're gonna have all the emotions and stuff, and that's like kind of what you want for like a summer movie. But, but F nine I think will be, will be very good. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to F nine again. I've started watching this thing and marathoning it, and sitting there watching. Okay, but how does it fit in that John Cena is Vin Diesel's brother? I'm trying to... Don't worry about it. It's fine. I know. <laughs> I know. Because these are questions. You know, when they were, when they cast him or as the, his brother or, and, and you, yeah, it's just like, wait, but like for so many movies, I don't think he's ever talked about. No one's ever mentioned a brother. A brother. It's just so, Sister Mia here, you know. Um, so it's, this is why I find this whole world hilarious is that they're just like screw it like we can make up our own rules and we're gonna we're gonna run with it just just deal like it's all good like guys yeah. don't worry about it it's it's fine it's fine don't ask too many questions logistics plot holes who cares like physics what is that what what is what is math like I, who cares that it really shouldn't be plausible for us to do av like all these things that we're doing but like really like it doesn't matter yeah John Cena is Dom's brother. Hair in the movie, he's not. He doesn't have like. No, he's not bald. Like he's, he's got hair. That's what I'm saying. He has hair, which is like the crazy thing. Sorry, you're you're looking at me like I'm crazy. No, you're not crazy. I thought I thought for a second you were talking about Dom, and I'm like, oh no 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 no, 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 like, no, no. <laughs> no he's so bald. I know no, that. No, it's John Cena, and I remember John Cena definitely has hair. I yes. remember seeing that and thinking to myself, no. What? <laughs> and then I think he started laughing. Yeah, it's just, what? Yeah, it's the most ridiculous thing. It's, anyway. That's ridiculous. They're everything. putting a car in space. They're jumping a cliff, and it's going to, like, grappling hook so they can swing so, onto a mountain. And you know what? Don't worry about it. You know they'll <laughs> succeed. You know somehow, some way, they you know, whatever, science, math, doesn't matter, like, it's, it's really just, just it doesn't matter, they're fine, it's, it's, it, they figure it, they figure it out, you know, you know, it, whatever, it's basically, who cares? <laughs> who cares? <laughs> who cares? It's gonna be fun. It, it is gonna be fun, yeah. One question I did want to, like, start to wrap this up with going back to Han, mm -hmm. they talked about justice is coming, what do you think justice for Han is going to be at this point? Because we know Deckard's kind of good with them. What does justice mean? He gets a fair shot at like punching him or shooting him. I feel like that's too simple. Yeah. Do you think that's too simple of a conflict? I feel like there is something else. And I don't know what it is. Genuinely, I have no idea what that could be. Or it could literally just be as simple as, no, he just needs to like beat the crap out of him and have his way for a bit and that's it. But I don't, but to, for some reason, I feel like there's something else that we don't know about. There has to be. And it's probably like a little bit deeper than what we would think. I don't, I don't know what, it, I don't know what it could be. I'm with you. Like it could be something very simple because at the end of the day, there's just like a lot of story, family, things happening. It could be something very simple or it could be like a thread for these last three movies, you know, with 9, 10, and 11. Like, like something happened to him. And like maybe it's connected with Charlie's there in Cypher. Like maybe there's That's stages true. to 
him having that's justice true. That's you know true. yeah because justice i don't i don't know yeah that's true i don't know i don't know but i am i'm excited to find out i'm sure yeah. they'll i'm sure they will surprise us yeah it's probably gonna be simple it's probably literally gonna be like what we just <laughs> i mean it's a movie just, it's a movie franchise so. so it's action cars a lot of crazy outer things are happening it, there can be one or like two simple things to happen in a movie and like we call yeah, it a day, you, you know and you like a we like a good fight action sequence oh yeah so any yeah. reason for you know, Han to kick some ass is like great. Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah give give him all the action scenes, not just him driving a car, but like let him throw in some punches, you know? That could yeah. be Yeah, that'd be fun. Feliana, <laughs> I'm so glad that we got to do this. This was fun. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm thank you so much for having me and I should rewatch now I wanna rewatch some of the these like fast movies because it's been a while that since since I've seen a couple of them, so yeah, I, now I'm like, oh, I really want to like rewatch a couple of these because they sound great. <laughs> well, I mean, you've got time before time. F9 comes out, which F9 comes into theaters June 25th. So you know, you've you've got some time on your side to do what I did and marathon them, or maybe don't do what I did and like space it out better. <laughs> I will say. The first two movies and Hobbs and Shaw are currently the only ones on HBO Max. And then everything mm-hmm. else I've had to rent on mm. Amazon Prime. So That's good to know for people out there who want to. Yeah, so if you want to watch any of it. the Fast movies, just know, uh, I think to rent it, it was $3.99 total mm. for each movie. So, you know, That's not that bad. plan and budget accordingly. But, I mean, I have spent way more money on these movies on on these movies that I should but I've also spent a lot of move a lot of money on movies not doing this and they to rent them on Amazon Prime has been way more expensive so mm-hmm. like this is on the lower end of mm-hmm. yeah breaking your yeah bank for I guess yeah I'm you know like because we had talked about this before like I saw your reaction I think to the F9 trailer and did not realize like how big of a fan you were of oh, like, yeah. these I'm movies and and I had to be the one to break it to you of like I've never seen these movies. You're not alone. I mean p- some people are surprised that I like th- these movies because I don't think when they see me they like consider this like as a movie that I watch because I normally don't watch action-y type things really. Yeah. No, I love, I like live for these movies. I, I, we, I had a ticket for F9 for last summer and then obviously, I know. And like, we have a whole crew who go see, we, who like see the movies together. This is Um, what I do with my Avengers movies with my friends. I love this. And so I don't do it for any other movie really. Like I just do it for this because there's just what, six or seven of us who just, are obsessed with how dumb these movies are and we can't get enough of them so we yeah we had tickets for the movie last summer and obviously everything shut down so yeah I don't know if we'll like do that again this time but maybe yeah that was that was gonna be I was we were so excited for the movie last year and then obviously it was delayed so can't wait to finally see it in a couple weeks yeah (laughs) it'll be here before we know it and I'm really excited about this time of year typically for summer movies and just like being in a theater to like Mm -hmm. beat the heat and just watch all the things but like it's the return of some of these movies that like were supposed to happen last year that Mm -hmm. to finally get them and to experience them the way that they were meant to be experienced you know to be able to see it in a theater like yes it is great for the past year that we've been able to watch movies and TV shows on streaming and that we got to like fill the void, but there is something about being in a theater to watch these big crazy stunt scenes, you Mm -hmm. know, from one side of the screen to the other or like I'm super excited about In the Heights. Same. The new musical, like I will watch it on HBO Max, but I'm also going to go see it in a theater. Like 
on the big screen and I'm just so excited to like let the speakers just blare and yeah. like here's all this music and choreography all at once and just taking it all in and I just I love it. I love it. Yeah, there's certain movies that definitely play better in a big room with other people. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, you that's kind of like the joy of that experience is you can't you can't really, you know, get that at home. You know, watching some of these movies and the, like the like you you've definitely watched more movies than me, but um, just in the past year or whatever. Yeah, it's just because I documented all of them, and, and I was, was like, it was oh a lot. God. It was a lot, and I definitely did not watch that many movies. <laughs> <laughs> I maybe watched like ten. It was not many, so yeah, no, this will be exciting, and hopefully, like things will start to get back to normal, and we'll have a little, we'll have more like movie going experiences to look forward to. Yeah. And uh, yes, I want to get to the place where I get to go watch a Marvel movie opening night with like a packed theater again. I don't know if that will be this year, but like the Mm -hmm. way that we're going, like it does give me hope for that eventual movie Mm -hmm. experience that I get that. Like at some point it will kind of maybe go back to how it was back then obviously there might be a little bit more change there might be some changes but like yeah yeah totally agree yeah thank you for being my guest where can the people find you do you have anything to plug i don't have anything to plug you can find me on twitter i tweet here and there at inside the tube or you can read my articles on etonline.com that's it Amazing. And as always, you can follow me at Meredith Loftus on Twitter and Instagram. And don't forget to follow the podcast on Twitter at Fangirl Forum Pod. Thank you so much for joining. I hope you have a fantastic day.